for now. Before I start with our next story, take a look at this. That was U.S. basketball star Brittany Griner after being sentenced to nine years in prison in Russia. Griner is considered to be one of the best players in the world. She was detained in February at an airport near Moscow. This was when wave cartridges containing cannabis oil were found in her luggage. The Olympic winner had come to Russia to play basketball during the U.S. off-season. And since then, she has been detained in Russia. Yesterday, a Russian court sentenced Griner to prison on drug charges. And now the attention is on a potential prisoner swap, one that could get Griner back home. The United States says a potential proposal has already been made to Russia with her sentence pronounced. This is Griner's best chance to get free early. So let's break down the prisoner swap for you. What has the United States offered to Russia? One man, Victor Bout. He is known as the merchant of death. The former Soviet military officer is currently serving a 25-year prison sentence in the U.S. Now the future of two detained American citizens in Russia hinges on his release. For almost two decades, Bout became the world's most notorious arms dealer. He sold weapons to rogue states, to rebel groups and murderous warlords in Africa, Asia, and South America. Prior to his arrest, he was one of the world's most wanted men. His story was so unbelievable, it even inspired a Hollywood thriller. And reports now suggest Bout could soon be swapped for two American citizens in Russia. American basketball player Brittany Griner and former U.S. Marine Paul Whelan. On the 27th of July, Anthony Blinken said Washington had made, quote-unquote, a substantial offer to Russia. This was for the release of Greiner and Paul Whelan. Two days later, Blinken had a conversation with his Russian counterpart, Sergei Lavrov. He called the conversation frank and direct. According to reports, the Secretary of State pressed Moscow to accept the proposal. So what has been the Russian response to this? Minimal, at least in public. Blinken did not provide details after his call with Lavrov about uh, his response. Lavrov has now said Russia is ready to discuss a prisoner swap. As specifically on the issue of persons convicted in Russia and in the U.S., I have already said that there is this special channel that was agreed to by the presidents. Whatever might be said publicly, this channel is still relevant. In the offer, other than a statement chiding the U.S. to pursue the Americans' freedom through quiet diplomacy without releases of speculative information. So is there a precedent for a prisoner swap? In many ways, yes, and a recent one as well. In April, Russia traded Marine veteran Trevor Reed for Konstantin Yaroshenko, a Russian pilot. Prisoner swaps have been a long part of, uh, have been a part of US-Russia history. The two Cold War adversaries have long exchanged prisoners since 1952. So this prisoner swap will not be new. 
But the alleged deal has been met with a lot of skepticism and fury. While some have praised the Biden administration for it, others have called the reports problematic and not a good enough deal. And with me on the broadcast this minute is Kadira Pethegora, who is an international affairs expert with me from London. Thanks very much for being here with us. What do you make of this alleged prisoner swap deal and how it is expected to play out? Well, I think that um, what we're seeing here is really the emergence of a new world order that is actually a true world order where you know, each side is using every bit of leverage that it has against the other. And so the fact that we need uh, these kind of prisoner swaps um, is really a harking back to, to a Cold War type of situation. Um, you know, if, if it can be uh, done through the back channels, um, you know, hopefully that would open up um, even, even more dialogue for the two sides. Um, but I think that of course, you're going to get um, critics of President Biden saying the deal wasn't good enough. Um, and then you're going to get supporters um, saying that, that it was. Um, but I think essentially what's important here is, is to understand that, you know, we've really entered a new era here where these prisoner swaps are actually uh, coming back in, in the way they were during the Cold War. Um, and I think it's, it's also relevant where the two countries are trying to win the hearts and minds of each other's populations. Kadir, let me ask you, since you also mentioned uh, the criticism that has come the way of U.S. President Joe Biden for uh, the uh, for the alleged deal, uh, there has been a lot of uh, criticism that he could have handled this in a better way, that this is not a good enough deal. What does this entire matter really tell you about the way he has dealt with this matter? Well, I think they, they would have um, been a lot of things on the table that we are not privy to. Um, so, uh, you know, when it comes to these kind of negotiations, um, it's not purely, uh, you know, that we'll give you these uh, two prisoners and, and you give us this prisoner. Um, there's a lot of other geopolitical matters uh, that are probably uh, influenced by these, but in ways that we are not privy to. So it's very hard, I think, to, to criticize him. I think when you look at you know, it's, it's a high profile uh, US person. Um, they have, uh, you know, a lot of supporters and people back home who would be grateful uh, for their return. Um, so I think in that sense, it is, it, it's difficult to really criticize um, these negotiations without fully knowing um, what was on the table. Kadira, thanks very much for... So, you know, there you have it and he is right <clears throat> it's not a good enough deal because they don't have equal value all right Brittany Renner WNBA basketball player nobody really knows her not that famous Victor Bout you know he had a movie made about him I've heard about him before I've heard about him before he was an arms dealer you know a very uh, dangerous person <clears throat> And uh, somebody that you have to have, you have to have somebody of equal trading value. That's just basically it. Okay. 
you're trading it's uneven but that's the best they can do okay considering the fact that you know as much as people have sympathy for Britney Griner the reality is she should have known the laws okay about playing basketball and even if you had medicine uh marijuana that is for medical purposes you should have known the law about it okay and if the law if you knew about the law then you should have stayed out of the stayed out of russia until you could have gotten your um your the the situation with your knee pain fixed so you don't have to depend on medical marijuana you go there and play for russia all right uh it could be <laughs> It could be, um, the thing is, is like, uh, some people were saying that I was thinking about that. I was thinking she was a man as well because she's playing with her shirt off. No woman plays with her shirt off and there's pictures of that, you know? Um, but there's also human growth hormone. That's one thing I didn't think about. There is human growth, growth hormone that, uh, could alter your body. All right. But let me read, uh about the law in Russia, all right, ready? I'm skipping on, you already know it's illegal, okay? Now, the medicinal cannabis in Russia, at present, Russia has no um, medical cannabis program, okay? Neither has the government expressed any intention to introduce one in the future. However, the country's health ministry has stated that it wants to import cannabis for medical research purposes. A draft regulation document states that both hashish and cannabis are required to study drug addiction and to isolate active ingredients. It also proposes to import 1.1 kilograms of cannabis, 300 grams of hashish, and 50 grams of hash oil to fulfill these requirements. This isn't the first time that Russia has relaxed its laws regarding medical cannabis. For example, in the 20... See, this is where I have our issue, okay? The 2018 FIFA World Cups foreign football fans were permitted to bring medical cannabis with them as long as they had a prescription see that that's see that's the issue okay she had knee pain but probably is the issue of the fact that um it wasn't rushed prescribed by the doctors in russia okay Now, this industrial, the industrial hemp in Russia, hemp was once an important crop for Russia. In fact, by the end of the 18th century, hemp fiber provided one of the main sources of income for many parts of the country. This continued until the 19th century when Russia was responsible for producing around 40% of Europe's hemp. This changed during the early 1900s. Hemp trade began to decline, not only due to the negative perceptions of the plant, but also because of the shrinking um, acreage and low yields. The socialist reconstruction of agriculture changed the face of hemp cultivation in the country. Hemp was never made illegal, though, and is still grown in Russia. The Kanoplox Group is a good example of the organization profiting from hemp in the country. Now here's where the politics of uh, and, uh, with cannabis. President Vladimir Putin has always adopted an anti-cannabis stance. For example, he openly he was openly critical of Canada's decision to legalize the drug. With his government claiming that the country that the country has deliberately decided to breach international law, he's also expressed a desire to censor other aspects of Russian life. 
In a bid to curb cannabis use in 2018, he put forward a suggestion to control rap music as some tracks reference drug use. Likewise, in his government threatened to block Wikipedia if page detailing how to make Pacific hash wasn't taken down. Well, this is what we got to understand, okay? This is their country, all right? This is their country and it's their rules. You can't expect a country to bend their rules for you because you live in a country where it's legal, all right? That's just how it is. And a lot of people don't understand that. That is the issue. All right. You even had a, a, a school teacher. He was bringing it over there and you've been teaching there for a long time. All right. If it if it's for your medical use, you can't go to Russia. That's it. That's all there is to it. Now, hopefully the, the swap will go through. If not, she has to stay there. That's it. That's all that can be said. A lot of people are raising their fists in the air, getting mad. I mean, even with uh, saying about the stuff that Hunter Biden is doing. Yes, Hunter Biden is doing a lot of illegal stuff and even, you know, messing around with a, a, a Russian prostitute. But he's the son of the president. And that's that's just it. He has that access. Brittany Griner is not related to Joe Biden. Okay. So we have to just look at the fact that she made a bad decision and she has to pay for it if this deal does not go through. That's just the way it is. All right. That's all can be said about that. She she earned these nine years. You've been playing basketball for there for how long? I'm not on the Republican camp saying, you know, I'm not with them. The reality is you have to know the laws before going into a country. That's just the way it is. All right. Let me know your thoughts. Like, share, comment, and subscribe. Later.